Smart Talk is supported by Capital Blue Cross, providing health care coverage accepted by doctors and specialists in all 50 states. More information is available at capbluecross.com. Capital Blue Cross, live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC, offering surgical care for the brain, spine, and peripheral nerves. More information can be found at upmc.com slash centralpaneuro. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF. I'm Scott Lamar. Even though today's news often focuses on what's happening on the state and federal levels, local government may have the most significant impact on many Pennsylvanians. Just think about police and fire protection, roads and streets, sewer systems, social programs, and more. However, what the state's cities, boroughs, and townships can do or not do is limited by law. So what are municipalities' priorities in 2022? Joining us is John Brenner, the executive director of the Pennsylvania Municipal League, and I should say the brand-new executive director (laughs) of the Pennsylvania Municipal League. John, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate being with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Year too. How far do you know, someone said Happy New Year to me this morning, and I thought, Okay, what's the cutoff day for that? I guess this is the first time we've talked in 2022, so we can do it until February if it's the first time we talk. Anyway, priorities for Pennsylvania's municipalities, what are they this year? Well, Scott, we have several priorities for local governments in Pennsylvania. Uh, The league represents 120 direct municipal members, 50% are cities all over Pennsylvania, 50% are boroughs and townships. Uh, We're focused on a hot issue, no pun intended, uh, fireworks. I know you've had a program about that previously. Act 43 of 2017 allowed residents, individuals, to purchase consumer fireworks. And it's caused quite a disruption in our local neighborhoods. It's caused disruption of property damage. The police are busy trying to catch the folks in this almost unenforceable law. So we're, we're looking at several potential changes to the Fireworks Act. Uh, a lot of our folks would prefer the thing be repealed because it's so difficult to enforce. Uh, but we're working very closely with the legislators and staff members to see what we can do to help. Another big issue, of course, is local radar. Uh, Pennsylvania is the last state in the United States of America to trust our police officers with the local use of radar. Uh, to help control speeding through our communities. Uh, Police chiefs and a variety of public safety folks have stepped forward and said that Pennsylvania is way behind and needs to get that addressed. Uh, There are bills in the legislature that that could be passed uh, this year to make that happen. And then, Scott, there's a whole bunch of fiscal issues and long-term issues that we like to get addressed through collective bargaining, uh, municipal pension reform, and giving local leaders Uh, some real tax reform options to help us pay for those critical services you were talking about, particularly police and fire services. Let's take a step back on several of those things. I have to admit that I was a little bit surprised when you mentioned fireworks, not that it's not an issue, but that it is such a big issue with Pennsylvania's municipalities. Now, you said that municipalities would like to see that state law repealed. There's probably little chance of that because it was it, they came up with it in the first place because it was a revenue generator. But what do you have in mind? What kind of changes do municipalities want to see? 
Well, our board was our board of directors representing communities large and small across the state uh, was adamant that they wanted to see this law repealed and that they thought that that was the only way to properly address this issue. And you're right, it's going to be very difficult to get get that done. Uh, there are several amendments that have been proposed to the current law. Uh, some increase fines, uh, some would require actual uh, mandated reporting requirements. Right now, uh, the calls come in for a disturbance, a noise complaint, uh, maybe a, a garage fire. All of these could be related to fireworks, uh, but you wouldn't know it based on our, our inadequate reporting systems that are in place in Pennsylvania, so we have to update that. Uh, and there, there are other things that legislators are suggesting, uh, giving local communities the ability to limit when these fireworks can be launched uh, and so forth. But honestly, you got to think about this. I know in my neighborhood in the city of York, it's not just July 4th anymore. This is happening on weekends. This is happening on weekdays and weeknights. Uh, this is affecting our pets, our veterans, and all of us of all ages that are trying to get a good night's sleep. Uh, it, it really makes it difficult. It's very disruptive in our, in our communities. And we really want the legislature to take a good hard look at it. They did have a hearing, a public hearing recently, and heard from us and other organizations on the impact of this law. So we're hopeful that some of these changes can take effect. You mentioned having some options for generating revenue, basically uh, to pay for what municipalities have to pay for. And as I mentioned in my introduction, state law limits what you can do. But this is something that uh, we've heard about for a long time in Pennsylvania from its cities, boroughs, and townships. What do you have in mind? What kind of options would you like to have? Well, we think local leaders ought to have a menu of options. It shouldn't just be one tax or one revenue source that local leaders have. Right now, we're primarily dependent, as you know, on the outdated property tax. So local governments use the property tax, and then the schools, school districts use the property tax at a much higher level to bring in revenue for education. And we know that there's been long, longstanding reforms proposed to shift from the property taxes to a mix of other taxes. And we believe that that, that is critical if we're going to make Pennsylvania economically competitive going forward. We have to change the way we pay for these local services if you want the level of police and fire and public works and all the other services that we all kind of take for granted on a daily basis. We have to start understanding that these services cost money and we can't just say to folks, well, we're never going to raise your taxes. We're never going to raise fees. We have to have some options that are going to be common sense that local people can decide what the best mix would be in their community. Mm -hmm. John, we only have a minute or so left. I want to thank you very much for being with us today. I mentioned in the introduction, you just hit on it, that local people have a say. Why is it that there is so much emphasis, people pay so much attention to what's happening in Washington and Harrisburg, but maybe not in their local community? Well, I think in this age of, of media, a lot of us do focus more on presidential elections and national issues. But this is one of the reasons we're launching a, a, an initiative this year here at the League called Envision 2032 to look forward 10 years to where local government leaders want us to be. And that includes equity and civic engagement and transparency and local government modernization. And of course, public safety and municipal finance 
community development infrastructure. We're, we've already started to survey our members, but we're going to have forums throughout the spring and have a publication ready for you at the end of the year to share with you and the media and all the public on some of our long-term vision for how we can make Pennsylvania a better place and strengthen our communities. John Brenner is the executive director of the Pennsylvania Municipal League. John, always good talking with you. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to Smart Talk. I'm Scott Lamar.